If you're making one of these resume mistakes, it can really hurt your chances of landing your dream software engineering internship. So make sure you stay until the end of the video because you don't want to miss any of these mistakes. In addition, I'm also going to share with you guys the exact resume that landed me my first software engineering internship when I had a low GPA. So let's get into it. The first mistake is having a resume that is far too long. You want to make sure that your resume is at most one page long. A lot of the time recruiters only spend about 30 seconds looking at resumes. And so if it's two pages, they won't get to the second page or they will completely disregard the resume. In addition, for every point that you put on your resume, you want to make sure that there is a reason that it's there. Ask yourself, what am I trying to communicate to my potential employer? You don't want to just list a task or a list of mindless tasks because recruiters aren't mind readers, right? You want to make sure that everything you put on there has a reason to be there. This leads me to my next point, which is to have result-based bullet points. You want your resume to demonstrate what you actually did. Let me give you an example. I was Nesby Southern California Zone Chair and this is what I listed on my resume. The first bullet point basically says that I developed an agenda to improve members' skills. The so what here is that I am identifying a gap and I'm addressing it through an actionable item. The second bullet point essentially says that I was the middleman between the chapter and the regional level of the organization. The so what here is that I have the organization and communication skills to bridge together two different parts of an organization. And the third bullet point states that I worked with Southern California Edison and LA Sanitation. The so what here is that I'm able to manage high stake relationships. Notice that everything I listed is a soft skill that is directly transferable over to the workplace. If you made it this far in the video and these tips are helpful so far, leave a little nerd emoji somewhere so I know that I am providing you with value and that I should continue making these kinds of videos. Let's get into the next tip. The next mistake is your resume structure. You'd be surprised as to how many resumes I've seen that are absolutely awful. I mean, the spacing is off, the indentation, the font size, the colors. It literally looks like word vomit. You don't want to be that person. Technical resumes are very particular because you have to list soft skills, hard skills, as well as projects that you've worked on. So here's the exact resume that I used that got me my first interview with the Fang company. Notice how I have a section that demonstrates my hard skills, my soft skills, as well as my projects. I later changed the computer skills to languages and technologies, but Bear with me, this is one of the first resumes that I ever had. Anyways, recognize how under computer skills, I listed all the languages that I was familiar with at the time with my level of proficiency. Adding a level of proficiency allows you to add more to your resume, but you're communicating to the employer that, hey, look, I'm still learning. I'm learning these different technologies, so maybe I'm not completely an expert. Maybe I'm a beginner, but I have been exposed to this language before. And they're really receptive to this because a lot of the time they realize that they are hiring students for internships. So they know that a lot of the languages will still be something that they're learning or working on. Under experience, I listed all of my extracurricular activities, any student organization, clubs, um, community outreach, anything like that. If you are early in your undergrad, don't shy away from adding things that you've done in high school as well. I think that once you get to your second year of undergrad, that's when you should probably have no more high school experience stuff on there. But if you're a freshman and you don't have anything else, then definitely consider putting some high school extracurriculars on there. For the project section, make sure you go ahead and add the projects that you've worked on outside of class as well as inside of class. I know it can be a little controversial, but the reality is 
if you've worked on the project, you've worked on the project. You should know the ins and outs of the project. If you're learning something, you know how to use that technology. And so some, may, some people may say to leave projects that you've done in class off of your resume, but I completely disagree. It's valuable experience. You've built it yourself, you worked on it. And as long as you fully understand the requirements and you can speak to this experience and this project, absolutely put it on there. Make sure that you are technical when you're describing your projects and also if you can add what impact they had or how you made it better. For example, here I listed the technology that I used for the permit dispenser, which was VHDL, and then I also made the project better or had a potential impact by improving the design to make it more time and cost efficient, which I wrote there. Make sure that you are fully comfortable with everything that you put on your resume especially the projects. You will be asked about these projects. You will be asked edge cases. You will be asked what technologies you think you could have used to make it better. You'll be asked um, potential bugs that you face, all of that. So if you're not comfortable with a certain project, don't just put it on there because you want to seem like you have all this experience because if you can't speak to it, then you don't have that experience. If you don't understand it, you don't have that experience. So keep that in mind. Notice also that I don't have my GPA listed. If your GPA is below a 3.0, I don't recommend that you include it and here's why. A lot of companies will filter out resumes that have a GPA of below a 3.0 and so this is why you don't wanna list it on there. Because what happens is you disqualify yourself before even giving yourself a fighting chance. This doesn't mean that you won't be asked about your GPA, you most likely will, but it's better to be able to verbalize this to a recruiter at a career fair than to then for them to see it on paper and completely disregard you before you even have a chance to give them your elevator pitch tell them what you've worked on and really demonstrate what great of a candidate you are there's pros and cons to every single candidate and your con may just be that you have a lower gpa but your pros may completely outweigh that low gpa now that you've learned how to structure your resume, the next step is to land the software engineering internship. Watch this video where I share everything that I did that allowed me to land my first software engineering internship with a low GPA and I will catch you guys in the next video.